everybody and welcome back to Growing With The Flow. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Monday. Today I am having a day where I'm going to record multiple episodes. This is my first time ever, ever doing this, so hopefully it comes out good. Um, I've been so, not busy, but like away from my microphone and I'm going away tomorrow for a whole month to India and I was like, I was thinking, okay, I'll sit down and record an episode and I'll put that up on Monday. And then I was thinking, okay, but I'm going away for a whole month. And that means all the weeks past that, there's going to be no episode. And I'm just coming off the back of like missing quite a few because I've been in Scotland. So today we're going to do some batch recording. Um, I don't know. I always, when people say they're batch recording, I'm always a bit skeptical because I like a life update and like a, I don't know, like a fresh intro kind of vibe. But at the same time, I see the beauty of it because you can be so productive and like if you're in the mood to talk, then you need to, you know, utilise that. So yeah, we're giving it a go. Please let me know by the last episode of June what you think. And if you don't like it, then I won't do it again. Um, I mean, in like normal life, I probably wouldn't do this anyway. But yeah, this is just how it has to be. I actually would record in India, but my microphone's like, do you know, I'm looking at it now, it's not even that big. Should I just bring it? No, that would just be silly. Okay, I'm not going to bring it, but in the future, I I don't know, it's not that big, I guess I could bring it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. But yeah, I don't really want to take it just because already, I'm already bringing like too much stuff I'm like a chronic under or over packer I'll either go somewhere and I'll just bring like a spare pair of pants or I'll go with like everything I've ever owned I either want to commit to having the option to like choose that I can wear like anything from my wardrobe or I want to fully admit that I'm not packing and not bother once I start properly packing it's like well I may as well bring this may as well bring this and it's just spirals you know so (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to be more careful because I definitely brought too much stuff when I went to Southeast Asia and I don't want to do that again just because it is really fucking heavy. Like, it's just annoying on your back and I don't think that I need it. It's also only a month, which in theory, like, it shouldn't really make a difference because I'm doing laundry, like, in Asia, I think we did laundry, like, every 10 days. So in theory, it doesn't really matter. But at the same time in my mind a month is way less so I guess like toiletry wise like I'm bringing a mini shampoo so that you know that sort of thing whereas before three months is like I need backup skincare you know so hopefully we're in a good place 
and yeah I've had kind of a stressful day I woke up this morning I was laid in bed till like 11 and then I was like shit okay my flight is tomorrow I'm going away for a full month I hadn't unpacked my bag from Scotland which is the same bag I'm taking to India so I couldn't begin packing I was in Scotland for two weeks and apparently I have two weeks worth of underwear because I woke up today with no underwear clean like I literally had zero pairs left so I've had to do laundry unpack put away loads of clothes like hang everything up and then repack and I think I've done it it's not like all put in the bag yet and I will probably like check it and stuff I because I did some laundry there's some things that can't get packed yet because they're still drying but hopefully I've made a good stab at packing I don't know (laughs) it's just like it's it is kind of hard packing I just find so stressful anyway so I had to do that I also had like 10 other things on my to-do list I had to call the airline because they keep not adding I definitely clicked vegan meal when I booked the flight because my return flight has it booked on but for some reason the outgoing flight doesn't and then I tried to add it but it wasn't coming up as an option so then I had to call the guy and then I don't know that was a lot of stress I I don't know just random stuff like that like kind of like admin that I've had to do because I've been in Scotland for two weeks I've not really been doing my admin (laughs) and so I just kind of had to catch up I'd have that you know those line a day diaries where you write like a little few sentences about what you did that day I have one of those and I'd missed the last like 10 days sometimes I get in a bad habit with it where I just don't do it for 10 days and then I sit down and do it all at once which to be fair is fine like I don't have a problem with that because I can normally just look at my camera when there's at least like one picture that will break you know what's the word remind me I guess of what I was doing and yeah it's just been a lot but I think we're in a good place now I think everything's looking good um what's left on my to-do list is to buy an e-sim I think is the plan I'm gonna go with and then I also need to record these episodes I'm just gonna edit them when I'm away so I've not got that on the list and I'd also like to work out because you know getting on a long-ish flight tomorrow the flight's like nine hours which is actually like pretty good the flight to Asia was like a one hour flight then like a couple hour layover and then a 12 hour flight so that was like quite a bit longer and this is just one direct flight for eight hours and nine hours actually so it's not that bad at all but still like a long time to be sat in a chair so obviously trying to like go on a walk maybe work out the flight's actually not till the evening tomorrow which is so nice like I'm gonna maybe work out or go on a walk or something before I go to the airport which will be so great because normally I feel like you're either getting up early or even if like you have like a 2 p.m flight it's normally that I would normally just sort of wake up get ready and go for that because you'd have to be there at like I'm probably gonna have to leave at like 10 or 11 for that which is still not early but like I don't get up early so if I wanted to work out work out or something before that I'd be getting up well before my normal rising time so yeah I'm trying to think of any other updates I saw a tiktok yesterday that was like uh, horoscope predictions for June and apparently I'm gonna have a great June and I'm finally gonna be doing everything that I wanted to be doing and I'm finally gonna like I don't know kick this whatever bad vibe that I've been carrying around for months and I was listening to it like I know it's like a a load of bullshit like I don't 
really believe it all but I feel like there's obviously something to be said for like if someone says something and you resonate with it that's true for you whether the you know whether horoscopes are true or not like if you've resonated that's still like your emotion and I don't know I just kind of thought maybe this is my sign god speaking to me through a tiktok which is obviously how he would choose to communicate he or she anyway okay today's episode we are going to be talking about growing up doing sport and I hope this isn't too niche because I know that this won't be relevant to like a lot of people hopefully if you know if you've not grown up doing sport um maybe you grew up doing like drama or art or I don't know music but I also know like to be growing up doing any of these things is like a massive privilege and I don't want to like make this episode and like exclude loads of people because probably a lot of or maybe the majority of you haven't done this but I just find it like a really interesting topic and I've actually not really ever spoken too much about it or covered it because it's more like from my real like childhood years and I don't know I've only really been online since I was like 18 so I don't know I've just not really been in you know that vocal about it and I find like it is so interesting and I just thought it could be a fun conversation um hopefully you find it interesting um if not I will be back next Monday um I'm sorry if this isn't like interesting for everybody but yeah so like I was saying growing up doing a sport or anything like that is a huge huge privilege my parents I think especially my dad really didn't have that growing up um my dad's family are immigrants and I know that my mum did do swimming when she was growing up but I definitely don't think she was given as much opportunity as like I was with my sport and I think this was something that was really important to them that sport what drama whatever etc um was something they really wanted to give us the opportunity to like really explore and commit to if that was what we wanted yeah I'm just really grateful for that I know again I know that that's like a rare and lucky thing to have had and I think especially coming from parents who didn't have that I feel like you even more so are like I don't know it's even more obvious how lucky you are to have that sort of thing so yeah I like just a shout out to them I feel like they've always been so supportive and so like nice around sport I'm really glad that I'm not gonna be saying in this episode like that my parents were pushy or really like um super encouraging to the point that was like unhealthy or anything like that like they really were so chilled laid back but also like keen for us to have like opportunities like this so I don't know kind of like beautiful beautiful thing they did um so yeah okay I thought I would give a little intro of the sports that I did and like what I um yeah what like my history is I've actually done so many sports when I was planning out this episode and writing everything down in my notebook I was like I have literally done so many sports I kind of wish in a way that I had just committed to one because I probably would have been better at it rather than literally I've literally done like 10 sports but at the same time they're all like different chapters of my life different things I can remember different people 
and different lessons. So yeah, when I was like a little girl, <laughs> probably like, I actually don't know, maybe like six, I don't know. I did ballet and I also did gymnastics. I don't think at the same time, but like around the same um, age. Ballet, I always thought was just so boring. And I think ballet is so cool. Like I appreciate it so much. I have watched Luna Montana's YouTube videos for, I want to say like five plus years, like a really long time, longer than that actually. Like I really love her content and ballet is like so impressive to me, but when I remember when I did it, I always wanted to do something that was like more explosive, I guess, and less, because ballet is very like, gymnastics is a lot more of like a running, jumping, like, I don't know, I always wanted to do that sort of thing, and ballet kind of like teeters around that stuff, yeah, I just always found that that was the stuff I wanted to do more, so I also did gymnastics, I have very few memories from ballet and gymnastics, I kind of remember some ribbons in ballet, um, I don't know, I was always like a play in the garden, doing gymnastics kind of child, like I can't remember ever not being able to do a cartwheel or that sort of thing, like that was just always how I spent like all my time. So yeah, I feel like sport really began for me when I started doing diving. Um, so I was, I think eight maybe, could have been could have been seven. And these people came to my school and they were doing like, I guess you'd call it like talent testing in all the schools near the pool where the, like, the diving program was. And yeah, from what I can remember, they would like go around each year, like once a year to the schools and test like things like flexibility and like movement. And I don't even know, but I remember they came to my school and did that and if anyone lives I don't live in this area anymore so I'll just say but if anyone lives in Crystal Palace that was the club that I used to go to and that was like where I I grew up more in like Norbury Streatham area so that's where I used to live when I was like until I was in secondary school and yeah so we lived there and I was just at school, it was just a casual day, and they do this, like, testing, and I'm pretty sure they did it in all the schools, like, in the area, and they picked me, and, like, I'm sure a handful of other people as well, to go and, like, go for, like, a trial session, see if you liked it, and I'd already liked gymnastics, I already liked that kind of thing, so I went down, um, I think they also picked my brother, but maybe that was, like, a year later or something, and, yeah, I can't really remember, the rest is history, I did diving for, I think, three years, which, it's not, like, that long in retrospect, but I think when you're seven, eight years old, three years, three, three, four years feels like, oh my god, this is, like, <laughs> so long, and even now I look back on it of like as, like, a massive chunk of my life, whereas three years to me now is just, it's like a sliver, really, anyway, so yeah diving is the most intense sport I've done or the most intense way I've done a sport out of all the sports I've done and it did teach me a lot to be honest I was obviously really young and quite quickly it became like a lot of training I think I went like four times a week 
sometimes five and each session was four hours you would do two hours in like a dry gym on like trampolines and a springboard with a mat that sort of thing like conditioning and then we'd also do two hours in the pool back to back that was like one session and yeah it was kind of it is so intense to think about now like how young we all were and the coaches and everything it really was like training for like like the olympics and stuff like that like they were very serious and the vibe wasn't like we're here for fun the vibe was like we are here to like do really good basically and sometimes I did struggle with that I think I don't think I ever wanted to go to the olympics like I would have thought it was cool but I don't think I ever thought maybe I just didn't believe myself but I don't think I ever thought that was like the trajectory I was on some of the people I trained with and that I was friends with when I was there have gone to the olympics like the people that stuck around and also like the commonwealth games and like european i don't even know what they were called championships that sort of thing like a lot of times it when there's diving on it's like people that i know because this the club that i went to was also quite like well renowned at the time i don't really know anymore but it was definitely quite like a famous one um i think they built a new one in the when they built the 2012 olympics like this um like the pool and the like stadium and everything there I think they started a new club there but before that the one that I went to was like I think like the biggest one in London or like the most renowned one in London I don't know but it was just happened to be like really close to my house so yeah that was the first sport I did so many hours so intense actually a lot of tears shed over that I think it just all became like a lot and that that time I think that taught me like so much discipline and I think a lot of like my strength and muscle and like everything that I've sort of like done since then sport wise really has built off of that and like the skills I learned there and like the even just working out and stuff I think that that's that was where I like learned how to work out and stuff which is kind of weird because it's like you're so young but that's where I learned how to like do a sport really um yeah I used to have a big problem with trusting myself like my coach would say I'd be ready to do a a certain skill and or I guess a certain dive and I would always just be like no (laughs) like I would just be like oh I don't think I can do it and like I'd be often like crying or like hiding in the toilet or like something because I just really didn't want to do it and I just didn't trust myself and it's funny in retrospect because a lot of times it would be a dive that was like on a low board and like you're diving into water like there really isn't much to risk as long as you don't hit the board which did happen one time I there's this dive called an inward dive where you jump so you're facing backwards on the board and then you jump backward but you're you go in head first but like your head moves towards the board in order for that to like happen if I don't think that makes sense but anyway basically you're you're meant to do it so that you are close to the board because that's like the the technique that's like desired it's not meant to be unsafe but you're meant to be close-ish to the board and anyway I just got too close basically landed on my head back on the board it was a springboard not like a hard one luckily but it still hurt quite a lot I had to wear a neck brace for like weeks which was so like what the hell (laughs) so weird now but 
that scared me a lot I think and just in general I didn't have that much trust in like my own ability which is like lovely how that's been a theme of my life for like my entire life but yeah I just like really didn't trust myself and that's I think what that was my downfall in the end because if you don't trust yourself especially I think a lot of the sports I've done have are like skill sort of like um I don't know for example I will come on to it later but I also did swimming and there's nothing to be scared of in swimming like you're not gonna get hurt you're not gonna like I don't know try to do something and fail and like hurt yourself or you know embarrass yourself or whatever like it's just not one of those sports and having done like netball or like stuff like that in school same sort of vibe like there's nothing really to be scared of like it's not like a mind over matter and I know there's like other you know every sport comes with like other downfalls but I just find like game sports and that sort of thing in my mind there's not there's less to like sort of risk in terms of like your actual safety but gymnastics and diving in these sort of sports like you really can get like seriously hurt and I think I was always a bit scared of that I don't know anyway so yeah I quit diving age 11 walked out retired um I made some like really nice friends there and we also like went away for a few competitions and I actually like won some stuff I was like pretty successful for for a hot minute there and yeah I don't regret quitting because I know the people that train now that like are literally at the Olympics well they've dedicated so so much time and energy and I just don't think that was for me personally like I think it would have been really cool to like see how far I could have gone but it just would have been too much I think for me personally um a sensitive little soul (laughs) yeah so when I quit diving I was like I don't want to not do sport because I also quit diving the same time I went to secondary school so I was 11 this was kind of a rough (laughs) year for me to be honest like I quit diving moved house and went to a new school or I moved house like a year later but I was like just or a year before but I was kind of like still driving back and forth to the old area because I didn't change school and I didn't change actually I can't remember how that all worked but anyway basically when I turned 11 and went to a new school I wasn't doing diving anymore and I was doing new sports so I kind of had like this whole new life in a way and I don't know that was like a big change for me and was like pretty difficult to be honest like I remember that being kind of hard but the new sports that I decided to take up were swimming and trampolining. I think I maybe had done swimming for a little bit before, but I definitely started trampolining when I was 11, just when I started secondary school. Trampolining is the sport I think I've done for the longest. I did that for five, oh no, I did that for seven years. I did that for my entire like secondary school experience. And trampolining was, I wanna say my favorite thing I've done sport-wise. We always did trampolining at diving, like you'd use the trampoline to like train certain dives. And I remember me and everyone else always thinking that was the best bit, like that was the funnest thing to be doing in the dry gym because trampolines are good fun, you know? And so the idea that I could just go and train and do that for two hours, just that, like that was always really cool. So yeah, trampolining had a much different vibe. It was way, way more chill. Um, it It was just for fun. Like we definitely did competitions and there was always like 
you know you want to learn new stuff and like improve and stuff but there was no pressure that like nobody was like you know pretending they were going to be in the olympics like that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't the case and i had a really good time at trampolining actually i do miss it sometimes i made a lot of good friends there and because i went from age 11 to age 18 i feel like a lot of the friends from that i kind of grew up with in a way obviously that's not like you know your entire life but it was still people i was friends with for like a prolonged period of time a handful of people also went to the school I went to um and there was also loads of other people as well so I think it was like yeah that was just a good vibe I also liked the coaches and stuff like it was just very good chill vibe they also we'd go we had like discos and stuff it was very cute um swimming I really liked but to be honest I just found it a bit like boring (laughs) I also wasn't really good at swimming and it's never that fun to be doing something that you're just not that good at so I would swim like I don't remember how often I would go to training but I remember sometimes I'd be going like before school or after school and stuff and then getting the bus to school which always made me really like annoyed (laughs) like I was just tired and like school already starts so early the idea of like getting the bus to like a swimming training then training then getting the bus to school was just like this is just so much all before like 9am yeah I think because it's more of a quiet sport you can't chat while you're doing it as much obviously you do like at the end of like you know when you're like resting and stuff but there's a lot of it there's just like silent solitude and it's a game of fitness really like you're trying to be fitter than other people and like once you have like a good technique which you can always work on but like I kind of feel like there's less like excitement to it whereas trampolining diving and stuff there was always this like excitement around it so I lasted at swimming until I was 15 I quit I remember distinctly quitting because I just didn't want to do it anymore but I kind of told people it was because I had my GCSEs coming up (laughs) but like that definitely wasn't the case and I just took up another sport anyway so it's not even like I it's just not true to be honest um so yeah the sport I took up I think I took up when I was like 14 um was gymnastics finally came back around to the core sport of like all the sports I do are kind of like similar to gymnastics and gymnastics I took up because this was the one that I always really wanted to do um I would always like play in the garden doing gymnastics and we sometimes would have like gymnastics club at my school as well and I would go and do that and that like I always wanted to be able to to do a flick is what we'd call it I think it's the same thing as a backhand spring I don't know why we'd call it a flick but that is what we called it and once I'd learned that that was like every summer like in the garden I would just be like practicing them over and over and like trying to link stuff I used to do some crazy stuff in my garden like just on the grass I remember I could do standing tuck I could do standing flick tuck I could do round off tuck round off flick tuck just in the garden which is like my garden's not even flat and I do I feel like it's not it's not a small garden but the area of like grass is is pretty small like you're not working with a lot of space and it's not flat (laughs) so I just I don't know I just used to love it I would love to do a standing tuck now but I definitely can't um but yeah that was gymnastics I first started at school and then I went to a club that one I did until 
I think I quit that when I was 16. I actually didn't last that long in gymnastics. I don't really know why, actually. Actually, maybe I did do it when I was... I have no recollection of when I quit gymnastics. Either 16 or, like, 17 around that time. I think when I went to the... I went to a new school when I was 17. And I think maybe when I went there, I just quit gymnastics. And I carried on trampolining right until the end of school. And then I went to uni and I did cheer. Cheer is like maybe my favorite that I've done. It's so fun because it's a team sport, which I had not really done before, but it's still like gymnastics-y based and like it includes tumbling, jumps, stunting. Like I feel like there's lots of different elements, which is fun. And because they did it at uni, it was definitely a, a very like social thing and like all about like having friends and like just hanging out with people and like the socials and stuff. It was always pretty chill and yeah it was fun to like go on weekends away with everyone cheer made my uni experience like if you're going to uni in september and you're like scared about making friends just join a club like genuinely like a sport or music or something whatever it is that you like because i feel like so many people i know have met like so many good friends through that and yeah cheer was like so fun i miss it so much i've now been out of uni for a year this is the longest i've ever not done sport for kind of since I was like seven and I started diving I've been in like training multiple times a week since then until now um so yeah I definitely I guess I also took like a year off during COVID maybe like two I don't even know maybe a year and a half it's so hard to like not be doing it anymore and I miss it so much I think if any of you have done sport growing up you maybe will relate to the fact that like it just is like the best thing and I miss the fitness I miss the strength I miss the like I feel like I'm my body just moves better when I'm in sport and because I've done it my whole whole life I kind of feel a little bit like reliant on it I was talking to Neve about this like in Asia she also did sport growing up and I just feel like the whole like it's hard to feel like I don't know because obviously like working out and stuff gives you serotonin but I feel like sport workout gives you like a different sort of serotonin or a different level of it and because we've had that our whole life it's like oh my god I miss that like I need it back I think in September when I move to oh I've not spoken about that should I say uh okay I accepted a uni to do a master's which is very exciting um for September I'll speak about it more in a future episode because it's really this isn't really the space or time but yeah I did accept one which is really exciting and hopefully good things to come but yeah so when I start that I think I'm gonna set up like some more routines in my life because I've been like sort of all over the place this year and I don't think I really would have been able to like keep up with the sport but I'm hoping to I think my plan is to maybe join like a gymnastics club I'd like to maybe go like just once a week and it be like a two-hour session or something but I don't have to like but it's like pretty open like you don't have to do certain things I don't know I just want it to be like kind of like an open gym but also not like there's some structure but it's like quite chill so that's what I'm looking for if anyone knows any in London let me know but yeah I think I might research something like that I would love to do cheer again but it's just you need to commit way more because it's a team sport like and people can't like practice the stunts unless the whole group is there kind of thing so I don't know I just feel like it's more commitment and also because it's a team sport it's like okay are we competing and I don't really want to compete and if we're not competing then it's like 
I feel like people don't have as much commitment to it, which is fair because I don't either. But then it's like hard to get the good. Whereas because gymnastics is like more individual, I think that would work good for me. So that's my plan. Hopefully that'll make that happen. Um, so yeah, that's my little history. I've written down some things that I want to talk about, like just about growing up in sport. Um, number one I've written is body image. And as maybe you can like infer from the sports that I've done, they all require you to wear not many clothes and tight-fitting stuff. So, like, um, gymnastics and trampolining are done in, like, leotards. Diving, swimming, done in swimming costumes. And then cheer, we did train in just, like, leggings and a t-shirt. So that was, like, a bit more chill. But when you compete, you're still wearing, like, a small, like, a leotard and, like, a skirt kind of thing. So I feel like having been in these areas like for literally for like kind of my whole life I do think it's like heightened my awareness of like body image and the way that I look and the way other people look especially doing sports where like the way you look is kind of part of the sport like in gymnastics you are marked on like the execution of the skills and I don't know anymore I used to actually have like a judging qualification for trampolining I can't remember anymore but like part of style is like a big part of these sports like the way that you perform and the way your body like moves and stuff I think that puts like a real attention on your size and like your shape that's part of the execution of the skill if you get me and I don't think there were many like if you watch the Olympics for these sports there really isn't a wide variety of sizes of people like doing the sports and I think that does affect you especially like as a child where you really don't have much awareness of like what that means and like why things are the way they are and like how to like not let let it be personal but yeah that is just like a big part of it and I do wish that that could be like eliminated from it and just not be an element of it um yeah just being in like tiny clothes and surrounded by like loads of other girls your age repeatedly every week is like it isn't great on the mental health given like the society we live in I know it wouldn't have affected everyone there but I definitely like found that difficult and even cheer actually cheer is a lot more like diverse in terms of size because there's like different roles for like they need people that are tall they need people that are short like both are required kind of thing so there's there is more like range I was a flyer so I was the person that was in the air and I remember every summer when I was going back to uni thinking oh my god like I have gained weight over summer like it's not going to be like fair on other people basically if you're like there was always like a really small flyer not like one particular person but there would always be like one flyer on the team that was like smaller than everyone else and I don't know I kind of feel like if you have a tiny flyer it's just easier because the bases have to lift less weight and like that is just like easier basically and I would always feel bad that like I wasn't small enough to be a flyer basically and that I was making other people's jobs harder which it's hard because like that is essentially like true like if you gain loads of weight like that kind of is the case um and it's so hard not to take that like personally or if you feel like your group's not doing good, it's really easy to blame yourself and think like, well, I'm just too big to be lifted. 
so that's another reason I think I don't want to go back to cheer is just because of that element of it I could go back as a different role but I really do love being a flyer and I feel like that's like what I am suited to it, it was like a problem for me especially like I remember maybe in like second year it really wasn't like great vibes and I would stress about it a lot and like like I was saying like I'd get to the end of summer and be like oh shit like next week people are gonna be lifting me in the air like I need to you know which is not a healthy mindset and it's so easy to fall into when you're doing like these sorts of sports you know there's like five flyers on the t- t- on the team it would be impossible to not compare your size to the other people because it's just impossible <laughs> like that's just the way my brain's wired like I can't not compare especially like body stuff so it would be so hard to not think I'm the biggest one I'm the like I'm making it the hardest for my group like you know and maybe other people are thinking that about me and like I don't know that was just a difficult element of sport which I would go as far to say if if it meant I had no body image issues I would undo it all I would never do sport like I really would undo it all because I think that will be like one of the hardest things ever to like fix in my brain but I know I would still have them even if I hadn't done sports so I have no regret over it but it is just like a bummer that that probably highlighted things that maybe I wouldn't have noticed otherwise um some more positive things I really do feel like sport and committing to a sport and a team or a club teaches discipline and I think that's like a really important lesson to learn when you're a teenager I really liked that like you know I had school and I had like this whole world this bubble of being at school but I had this other life and this other like commitment I guess and I just think it is important to learn like to commit to yourself and to others and I think sport is like a really cool way to do that it's also great to just meet more people you know school is always too small there could be a thousand people in your year and it would still feel too small like there's just never enough like you know I just feel like everyone knows everyone's business school just gets so like crazy like that and it's sometimes nice to just go somewhere else where people don't have good preconceived ideas about you and you can just kind of I don't know have a whole new like group of friends and stuff so yeah I really really miss sport I can't wait to get back I feel like I don't feel myself unless I'm doing it which as I'm getting older is kind of getting to be like a scary concept because I can't imagine not having it in my life but obviously I'm not gonna do it forever well I guess I could I don't know okay so I asked for some questiones on the Instagram if you want to submit anything for a future episode the Instagram is growing with the flow underscore podcast and pretty much every week I asked for submissions so yeah let's see how growing up doing sport impacted you guys I don't know if it was sport but I did ballet and it has okay I don't know if if it is a sport ballet is definitely a sport um but it's traumatized me in body image obsessiveness um severe anxiety okay I feel like ballet is probably one of the like hardest ones for this sort of thing I like I said I've watched like Luna's content and it sounds so intense and yeah I think it's like kind of similar to the sports I did and I really do relate to this and it's such a bummer and it's weird how like I'm sure other people around you are also maybe struggling with the same thing but so hard because everyone around you is also a child 
Um, it's taught me a lot of discipline. Looking back, I find it so crazy how much impact failing slash succeeding had on my self-worth. Okay, interesting. Here's a fun thing about me is that I was never that competitive with it. Like, even when I trained so hard, I really was very chilled. I, my mom tells me this weird story of we did this competition where, so like it would be the same competition every year. So they had the same, like, it was the same title and stuff. And we were going one year and I was like, said to her, I really hope I come second. And she was like, second, why do you want to come second? And I said, because in previous years I've come first and third. So if I come second, I'll have all three medals. I'll have the full set. And it's just such a crazy way to like think about life. It's like, you don't want to win, but you want the full medal set. Like what's happening? I don't know. I think that kind of is like a weird, weird story. But regardless, I think it highlights like, I really wasn't obsessed with winning. And I'm not, I don't think I've ever been that competitive. I can be competitive in some ways, but in sport, I really didn't, I don't know. I don't think I ever felt, I feel like what affected me more is like if I felt like I'd let somebody else down that's why I'm like petrified of team sport because the idea of being on like an netball team and then messing up and ruining everybody's game and like letting everyone down kills me but the idea of like just messing up a trampolining routine is like well that's only gonna bl- that's only gonna really like hurt me and I'm fine I can deal with like it's always almost like put it all on my shoulders like I can cope but like I don't want to let other people down so interesting but yeah I can definitely see how sport would impact you that way um moving my body is important to me team morale trust my body to try new things I love that team morale is like really important and like learning to work in a team I didn't do that in my sports but that is like an important lesson to learn someone says it's taught me to be patient and hardworking. that's actually true patience is true because a lot of times it would take like you're trying to learn a skill for like a year or something and it's like finally you get it and that feeling is like wow like it is really cool like the day you get to go home and like you're you filmed the video like you filmed yourself doing it or something and I would just like watch on repeat like the day that I learned a standing tuck that was just like oh <laughs> that is so cool oh made me overly competitive that's interesting um only did individual sports wish I had more experience working in a team I think same I wouldn't change it because I really like like gymnastics based sports and most of them are individual cheers not you can do like team gymnastics but I feel like a lot of what you're training is still individual I guess acro maybe would be a good one I did do some acro with school I think in general I'm like happy with what I've done but I do like I definitely haven't learned teamwork through sport like if I have any teamwork skills it's like from something else Ooh, okay organization this is so true like when I was in school I'd be doing school revising for like GCSEs or A-levels or something I'd have a job and I'd also be doing a sport that's like that takes like organization and like time management and I do think that's a really important lesson and I often like I feel like in like applications and stuff use that as an example of like time management and even in uni again I have a job did uni and a sport like that is it just adds another thing that you have to like work into your timetable and I do think it's like possible obviously it depends how much you need to work and stuff but 
yeah it's definitely like good for your time management skills that's a good point a lot of people saying about body image issues body dysmorphia comparison and yeah i think sport as an adult could be like a really wholesome thing like i don't know like i see like people doing like running club and like i don't know like little like five aside football leagues and stuff and i just think it can be like a really wholesome place and i really want to get into some sort of team or club that is wholesome like that because i do really miss it and i think it's such an important part of like who i am and like how i've grown up so yeah i'll keep you updated hopefully i get back into it but that is everything i have for today's episode i hope you found this interesting bit of a random one but a lot of things i've never really spoken about before so hopefully it was an eye opener (laughs) but yeah have a nice week thank you very much for tuning in i'll be in mumbai when this goes live oh my god that's crazy so if you want to see any content um head over to instagram i was thinking i might start posting some tiktoks as well maybe because i have really downloaded the app so maybe i'll see you over there um but yeah have a nice week and thanks for listening